right, hey everybody, welcome to an all new season, not just for the Rangers, but for 30 on Broadway in our new independent home of nothing as 30 on Broadway is solo. Um, so we're going to get into it right out the gate. Um, we've been kind of going back and forth on when we were going to start the new season. We did our free agency show uh, a while back and it's kind of been the lull of summer and not a whole lot going on. And then we had, you know, the Nils Lundqvist trade, which we were going to talk about. They were kind of like, eh, eh, we'll talk more once we get to like preseason training camp. And then I get freaking COVID still dealing with the lingering effects of it. As you probably could tell from me talking, I don't know how I sound. I feel like I sound like dog crap. Um, but we, you know, we figured what better than to just go. Nick went to the game last night. I was supposed to go, but obviously did it because of, you know, whatever, COVID BS. And figured we're going to kick it off after after opening night, which was a thriller. And, um, you know, for me, the anticipation of the season really hit a fever pitch as of yesterday. Kind of came out of nowhere. I don't know if it's just for being sick for the past few weeks or whatever, but um, – I, I personally, I don't really care for the preseason. I know Nick would, Nick would send me like, Hey, this is an update or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. Like <laughs> well, I think Nick and I are, Nick and I are polar opposites when it comes to like preseason. It's because Chris isn't a real fan. I just don't care. People like people were freaking out. Oh, Vinny Chochek and Artemi Pitcher aren't clicking. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, it's the like, relax, take chill out. Kratzoff, yeah. To me, the bigger one was he heard all the stuff about Kratzoff. That was where you're like, ooh, uh oh, like maybe that's a problem. Because I always looked at the preseason of an individual thing, and and not the the team overall, um, which I think people sometimes put way too much stock in. But regardless, um, opening night comes. You know, unfortunately, Sammy Play back on the shelf with another injury. Great. So you're starting, you're sitting there going, oh, great. Here we go again. Um, kind of wondering the question marks of the season. And for me, everything kind of hit the fever pitch. I'm driving home from work. I got the hockey playlist going on my car, bumping. Baba O'Reilly, Baba O'Reilly comes on. I'm like, here we go, baby. It's go time. You get home. The pregame show with, with Giannone and Valaket, you know, just really pumping it up, talking about how great Igor was. You know, you're just starting to run down the stats and you start seeing the highlights from last year. And it's like, all right. And then puck drop, or just before puck drop, who comes out to do the anthem? The legend already. I mean, it sounded phenomenal from home. It was great. It was great. I, I, John Brand, he's, he's amazing. He's absolutely amazing. It's just, it's, it's amazing. Um, and then boom, puck drop gets underway. Now I'll say this just to kind of lead off. And then I'm going to spit back to you, Nick, to kind of get your overall insight of, cause you obviously went to the game, <laughs> but for me, watch it on TV, you know, you, it didn't feel like, I mean, obviously opening night is opening night. It never really feels like a regular game. This one kind of had like that playoff like atmosphere, at least from TV perspective. It kind of had that build up, and I and I feel like it's probably because it was Tampa Rangers, 
and you know, obviously the carryover from last year. Um, <laughs> but puck drop, I thought Tampa came out and their game plan, obviously, very clearly, was take the crowd and take the team out of it right away. And I thought their first three shifts were textbook perfect outside of scoring a goal perfect for what you want to do as a road team um they kind of had the rangers on the ropes a little bit they had them running around they had them kind of hemmed in the rangers really couldn't get anything going and then the newly constructed fourth line got out there and revo most notably who i know a lot of people like to dog them they like to dog them but the fourth line reset the whole game right out the gate i know it was early but still reeves with a huge hit on hated flurry in the corner and then another guy, I think Ryan, was it Ryan Carpenter that lead another hit or something? And and then, you know, you just saw like, and then, you know. They... After after the Reeves hit on Flurry, the, the Rangers got their legs on a little bit more. Yeah, you saw, you you know, they, they, held, they held pressure in the Tampa zone. And then well, they come back. Mika's next shift, they're making, they're getting creative. They get a couple of scoring chances on Vasilevsky. And then it was, here we go. And. But I'll say this. I, I don't think. I don't think the Rangers came out slow in their first three shifts. They had opportunities to make some plays. I think they were a little bit nervous, and the the they were a little bit soft on the puck. They 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 were they were trying to they were trying to move too fast almost, and it almost you know and it almost caught them a couple times. But one of the plays that I think really settled them down early. Was Zach Jones springing Vitaly Kravtsov? Jones yeah. made a good defensive play and then made a really good out first pass to Kravtsov, and I just wish Kravtsov didn't. That play, uh, Kravtsov got knocked off the puck too easily. It wasn't like he actually got hit or anything, but like he, the fact that he was just able to get like ridden right off the puck. I was like, all right, that's that's not that's not great. Um, so that that's an area for Krasov that hopefully he'll improve on as as things move forward. But I did. I thought I thought Reeves, I thought that Reeves shift kind of uh, jump started them. Yeah, it gave them a reset. It gave them a little bit of a reset and a and a moment to catch themselves, maybe. And I will say this, like, all right, so from my perspective, watching or being there, I I, I thought my standouts were uh, Trocek. I, I'm not going to touch on Igor or Zabanajad or, you know, because or Panarin, because certain guys you just expect to be great, and they are at that level where they're, you know, where they're just supposed to be great. Um. I thought Zach Jones, Vinny Trocek, um, Capocacco, and Alexi Lafreniere were the Rangers' best players last night. Yeah, and, and I really liked I, I really liked what I saw from the tandem of Schneider and Jones together. Yeah. I and also, that. and not only that, Truba, first game as captain, obviously. I thought Truba had a big game. I thought he did too. I, I I don't think he tried to do too much, which I was kind of worried about. Um, I I was really worried that being named captain, he might uh, he might actually try and 
do too much and overplay his hand. Right. Yeah. But I thought I thought he was really good. There was a play with Catherine Miller where if there's one thing about Cadbury's game, which I, I, I hope he gets out of his game, he has to be more alert at his own blue line. There are just times where he gets caught flat-footed a little bit looking up ice and somebody's able to sneak in from behind, sneak in behind him, but he, he's so good that he was able to recover. But that's just one like little nitpick if I had one. But no, I, I thought the Rangers looked really good last night. I thought they looked good in all three areas. I thought, and I, I, I really thought five on five, the Rangers looked a lot better. They, this was not like last year. I mean, look, the Rangers, the Rangers dominated this game. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to sell them short. They absolutely dominated this game from the first period to the third period. There was no layoff. There was no letdown. They absolutely just controlled the game from start to finish. And they didn't rely on Shesterkin to save the day, which I think last year there was a lot of, you know, uh, all right, we'll play well for a little bit, but we have Igor, Igor bail us out if we make a mistake. The Rangers really did a great job in front of Igor last night to make his life easier. So I don't think he had to work too hard for that win. And when so, he made and what he needed to make the save, he made the save. Right. So I I really enjoyed because if there was one knock on the Rangers and it's well five on five last year, they were terrible. Which they were. Yep. Last night, not the case. Yeah, because I think what the first period they outshot him, what, what was it, like 14? 14 to eight. I think it was 14 to 8. Yeah, I mean, Tampa outshot them by one in the third period, but the Rangers overall 39 to 26. Um, the faceoff dot was the, the Rangers big control, one. They controlled the, the dot. I think Vinny Trocek had won like. He won his like first 10 draws. He won, yeah, he won like 10 straight, and I'm sitting there going, yeah, baby. Um, yeah, 63%. Barkley Goodrow, 63% in the dot. Carpenter 75, Philip Heedle 75, Mika Zabanajad 69%. Nice. Like they, they they thoroughly <laughs> they thoroughly controlled controlled the face off. I mean, Belmar was the only plus 50% guy for Tampa. Um it, it, that was really impressive. It's and, easy to overreact to one game, but that's an area where the Rangers struggled. It was a good start. Mildly. This was a good, yeah, this, this was a good this, start. This and, was yeah, and 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 the whole thing is Vinny Trocek is already earning his paycheck. And last night Trocek's speed, by the way, was evident. Was was evident all over the place. And I think that was one thing that watching on TV, see, like that's that's part of like you miss out on, like you were saying, they dominated on TV. It didn't always feel like that. Um. It just felt like a really – it felt like the Rangers played an incredibly solid game. And Vasilevsky, yeah. I felt like in the first period especially, really made some big big saves. I mean, he made the big save on Truba point blank in the, on the doorstep. He made a huge save on Kreider on the power play. You know, the big save on Kreider on the power play. Um, so it could have been – you know, this could have been a 5 or 6-1 game um, when all was said and done. I just I was more impressed with how well 
the team seemed to be gelled because I mean, think about it. There was a lot of changes. You know, you had a lot of changes from the trade deadline of last season. You had a lot of changes going out the door um, with, with this, with the departures. I mean, obviously the biggest one, Ryan Strome gone. Uh, that's a guy that's been there for, for a tenured Ranger. Um, you know, you have, you have all the pieces that they brought in at the deadline, you know, Andrew Cobb, uh, Vetrano, um, Tyler Mott. I know I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting at least one, you know, Braun on defense, you know, big question mark, Schneider and Jones on defense, the two young kids back there together by themselves. I thought, I thought they played great. I, I really did. They did. They, See they on looked, TV. I thought they played great. They, I thought they Jones, fantastic. I thought the notable thing I noticed from Jones very similar to like Adam Fox, very good with that first pass out of the zone. Yeah, very good. And, and that's decisive. something that could be lethal to be able to have a couple of guys on your back end that could spring you out of the zone quickly. That could be a big, a, a big plus. And like you said, it's game one of 82, but you want to start off on the right foot. And there's no better way to start off on the right foot than to start off with a W. Jones and Schneider looked really good together. And the biggest thing that I thought was Jones, Jones's offensive ability really let Schneider play his game. And I think Schneider's defensive ability really made Jones comfortable to be a little bit more risky and, you know, and take some chances here and there. So yeah, I, I think a, it was the perfect compliment. Balance. I thought they balanced yeah. each other really well. Um, there, there, there's a good balance. Yeah, no, I, I agree, hundred um, percent. So obviously, off night Thursday, Wednesday night, Thursday they're in Minnesota taking on the Minnesota Wild. Friday they got the Winnipeg Jets before they're back home at the Garden. They got a lot of hockey this month, man. They got a lot of games. I think uh, what do they got? Like one, two, three, four, five, ten games in twenty days or so, or less than twenty days. Something like that? Sounds about right. 10 games in 21 days to start the season. So way to get it rolling. Um, I'm, I'm curious. This this is – it's interesting to me to have this, like, West Coast swing early, like, really early on. They don't have – like, they don't get the Islanders. They get the Islanders as their first divisional game. Well, they get Columbus Sunday the 23rd. But they get the Islanders caught up 26th at the IBS Arena. Um, <laughs> coming up at, at more towards the end of the month. But I again just really thrilled. Like overall, I mean, another question mark that went into the game, and they talked about this on uh ESPN on the pregame, and I thought this was a good point. Was you know, the last couple of seasons, Mika has gotten off slow. Or yeah. he's He's had where he's kind of filtered off. And he picked, I mean, power play goal, shorthanded goal. The shorthanded goal is a thing filthy. Filthy. Easily, it'll easily be one of the best goals that the Rangers score all year. I mean, Vasilevsky didn't even think it was in. He tucked it right under the corner. And it was just, it was just a thing of beauty. When he walked in with the puck, I was like, oh my God. And he roofed it. And I was like, holy crap, here we go, baby. And um, and then you know obviously stammer is stammer with the he's got a lethal rocket, you know that's never going to change. Well, first off, he they never should have had that power play. 
Which one? What? Well, was that the double? Was that what they that called was the double the, penalty? That was where they called Goodrow, and I forgot who the other one was who they called. The, Two the separate trip. penalties. There was on, a trip. Um, Hagel's it, trip, I thought, was weak. It was weak because he never got touched. I got the – well, you see on TV, when they showed the angle, I don't remember if they showed the reverse angle. When they showed the one angle, it did look like – it did look like he touched he, – he got him, but, like, it was kind of like, all right, really? Like, that knocked him down? The Barclay <laughs> Goodrow one, I know Goodrow was kind of contesting it. That one I got. Like, he, he went in high at him. Like, I, I was like, okay, that's – that's I, I probably – I could see that getting called. Like, that was – you know, it, it looked pretty obvious on TV. Um, but yeah, the Brandon Hagel trip, he never got touched. Yeah, I just it looked weak, it just it looked weak, but then at the same time, it was like there were four or five penalties I thought Tampa could have gotten off the bat before before Chris Rudy finally made the first one, and it was just like, really, like finally, like thank you about time. But other than that, Shitzirkin makes 25 saves in the season opener. Obviously, question marks on Kratzoff. I didn't really have a chance to look at anything to see if there were any updates on him today. It he's, not go- he's not going with the team on the back-to-back. Uh, Sammy Blaine is traveling, but Kratzoff isn't. Um, they still haven't provided anything. Yeah, and I don't know if I don't know if it was a concussion thing, but um, it, it looked to me more like he kicked his neck. Which could be trouble anyway. I thought I thought it was his shoulder. Yeah, I don't know. Like it looked like when he went off, like when he went down, and I was watching, I was like, "Oh man," because his his neck just bent weird. Like his head looked weird. Yeah. Um, and I just think it was just the sheer headman is such a big guy, and Kratzoff is very like he's lanky. He he really looks very thin on the ice. Um. And it just looked like he just got, he just went down, he went down hard. And he, he was, when, when the play collapsed on him, it just looked, it just looked bad. Um, yeah. But when he was skating towards the bench, I kind of saw him like wits in the shoulder and like kind of rolling the head back. And it was kind of like, all right, maybe, you know, hopefully it's not like a separated shoulder, but then at the same time, if you pinch like something in the neck, that could be, that could be kind of, kind of tricky too. So hopefully we'll get a, a better update, uh, you know, by by the weekend or once you know the next couple of games are over i'm sure galat's gonna get hammered with it a couple of times on the on the road trip seeing where they are but other than that that's all i got for today i mean there's yeah, not no, it was it was a great start it was a great atmosphere um, the garden looked beautiful i really think i really think the rangers can do something special this year I, I i firmly believe that unlike last year this team is better to start than last year's team was and if they play like they did last night, they're gonna be they're gonna be hard to beat. Yeah, I I you know I was kind of sitting here going, well, you know, regression, it's possible, but you know who knows? If they get secondary scoring and they can move and they can do things five on five, I know yesterday it was special teams, but again, you have to score on special teams, and this was something that kind of drove me nuts last year, where people were like, well, this team only can score on the power play. Okay, how long have we cried and screamed and begged for a team that could score on 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 the power play? Again, but but rightfully so. You you've got to score five on five. You have to. You're not going anywhere without it. So 
hopefully side of things to come. But from top to bottom, I was really, I was really impressed with last night's game. So had a lot of fun with it. We will be back next week with an all new episode as the season turns. So do we, as we are back on regular schedule here, we will see you all next time.